Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 32 The Hard is the Good. My grandfather memorized poetry and scripture and often quoted Rudyard Kipling or full chapters of the Bible. He invented his own scientifically healthy bread. He walked a couple miles every day until a month before his 100th birthday. He was a supreme example of curiosity and faith. And one of his favorite sayings was, the hard is the good. There's this iconic story of him when he was trying to teach himself discipline. His favorite dessert was chocolate cake. So he would do his homework with a piece of chocolate cake right in front of him without taking one bite. The legend is that he would put the cake back in the refrigerator after finishing his homework, thus making his life even harder by not ever rewarding himself for his discipline and tenacity. I'm not sure if this part is true. It's entirely possible that he ate a piece of cake at the end of every study session. But also, it's entirely possible that he didn't because I know my grandfather. But I do know he valued hard experiences and made himself uncomfortable on purpose because he truly believed the hard is the good. As a kid, I thought of a bunch of ways the hard is the good wasn't true. Like it's probably hard to plan and commit a crime or it's hard to jump off a skyscraper, etc. But as an adult, I see the wisdom in these words. The hard is the good. And being a creative It's really hard sometimes and also really good. Here are a few things I've done in the book industry that have been totally worth it. Number one, getting hundreds of rejections. Number two, subbing for seven years before I got an agent. Number three, having a seven-year dry spell between my first and second book. Number four, launching four books during a pandemic. Number five, school visits after a pandemic. I could add many, many things to this list, but you get the idea. These things are hard and good and totally worth pursuing. Okay, what does it mean, the hard is the good? For me, it's all about how I approach my struggles. It's about my perception of the tough things. For example, running a race is hard, especially in the thick of it. But also, all the prep runners do for races take extreme discipline and practice and dedication. It's hard, and it feels good to practice for something like a race. And then run a race successfully, which for me would mean running the race at all. (laughs) Here are some questions to ask yourself when hard things happen, as they always do. These are questions that will help open your mind to the possibility that challenges can and will expand your experiences in a way that is worthwhile. Number one, what can I learn about myself from this challenge? We can learn a lot about who we are when we are presented with challenges. Are we going to sit by and let the momentum of life make our choices for us? Or are we going to take our challenges and make something of ourselves? My dad, the son of my grandfather we've been talking about, yes, I've got some wise people in my family, says conflict, opportunity. He says, conflict is an opportunity to see how we can work it out, to see how we will react, to react in the best way we know possible. I think this applies to all tension or uncomfortable situations, which leads me to my next question. Number two, how can I see this situation as an opportunity or how can I make it into an opportunity? 
For example, I know a woman who suffered seven miscarriages in three years. She made a decision to channel her suffering into her paintings, and her paintings are transcendent. She also started a support group for women with similar issues. That particular trial ended up becoming an opportunity for her to connect with other people. This is an extreme example of making lemonade out of lemons, but maybe it's a small thing. Like when COVID happened, everything turned upside down, but I was forced to slow down. That was a good thing. If we can see even one good thing about our bad situation, then we are realizing the hard is the good. Number three, what can I learn about other people from this situation? Have you ever noticed how resilient people are, how suffering makes people stronger and more empathetic? I've noticed in my own life as I've witnessed struggle in my family and clients, people who struggle through are superheroes. Usually we don't have a choice when hard things happen, unless we're like my grandfather and we're intentionally trying to develop discipline or some other quality. Most of the time, our struggles come to us unbidden and uninvited, and then we must work through them. We don't have a choice, really. This is when I really notice dauntlessness in people. I'm constantly impressed by how people handle their challenges. The hard is the good. Number four, how will my reaction to my challenges affect me? When we only see the bad in a hard situation, it colors everything we do. It makes everything hard. When we think, why me? This is the worst. I can't do this, etc. We strengthen neural pathways that don't serve us. Alternatively, when we react in ways that propel us forward, we build good neuropathways. We can think things like, I'm stronger than my struggle. I can do pain. I know how to feel uncomfortable. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be on my journey. These thoughts will lead to actions that help us become who we want to become. Success really does live in the neighborhood of failure. Number five, how will my reaction to my challenges affect those around me? Have you ever tried not to laugh when everyone around you is laughing? Happiness is contagious. And so is grumpiness. There's a book and movie aptly called True Grit, where the main character is a 14-year-old girl who is repeatedly hit with terrible experiences. And she faces each challenge with true grit. I actually think asking ourselves, how can I face this challenge with true grit is another good question. The hard is the good. Number six, how is this experience perfect for me? I know this is a strange question to ask when things feel terrible and horrible and no good, but sometimes this strange question helps us think of things in a different way. The hard is the good. So as you experience the hard things, and they do come because life is 50% hard and 50% less hard, remember you are stronger than your struggles. Be dauntless as you face them, because the hard is the good. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.